Live or love the Western lifestyle? Then Wheeler's Western Outfitters and Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dale Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice, and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10, and Bernie, or Wheeler'sTX.com. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Stories shared on God and Our Dogs bring aha moments. Aha moments transform us as we are see ourselves from God's perspective. Trusting and relying on God renews, creates, and elevates our lives. You can find us at GodandOurDogs.com and on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at GodandOurDogs. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Our guest today is Nancy Brewington. Nancy is a retired transportation officer, nurse, and the founder and owner of Hands in Harmony Wellness Company. Nancy's mission is to provide holistic services to promote wellness and healing in the business setting. This year is Hands in Harmony's 10th anniversary. Best of all, Nancy's dogs would introduce her as the one who spoils me. Welcome, Nancy. We are so happy to have you join us, and congratulations on 10 years. That's such an accomplishment. Well, yes, it is, and thank you so much for having me and being a part of this wonderful program of yours. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Nancy, you've had a number of dogs since you were a little girl. Tell us about what kind of dogs you've had through the years. Our favorites were dachshunds. Yes? (laughs) Yes, dachshunds. Um, Growing up, and when I grew up in New York City in Harlem mm-hmm. in the projects, and our pastor of our church had dachshunds. How so, cool! So every time we had a litter, we got a chance to have one, and then a few years later we had another one, and then after that we had a um, we had a poodle, then we had a part lab, part German Shepherd, and then our last dog we had was a dachshund. Uh huh. So what did you like so much about dachshunds that, as an adult, you decided? that you wanted to have another dachshund? They're lovable. There is some, there, the, the characteristics of a little dog has more personality in a dachshund. I've seen that a large dog or any other kind of dog. Dachshunds, they just, there's something about them, this personality, this perseverance and everything else. So I just fell in love with them. Well, I can tell you really did because <laughs> you really lit up when you started talking about it. So how did Danny... Join your family. Well, um, at the moment, um, my husband was stationed overseas, and and I had gotten orders that I was going to be moving, and they was going to be bringing my husband back to our place in Virginia, but I had orders to move someplace else. 
and I did not want to go by myself. And so I would been going to the pet store periodically because we also had pet mice. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in a house full of men. They love their pets. Uh-huh. So we had uh, um, mice, and we also had a ferret. So I would always go to the pet store, and it's like the little doggy in the window. Uh-huh. And there was the Danny in the window. Ah. <laughs> and so I just kind of fell in love with them. And then when I got my orders, I says, okay, well, I'm going to take a dog with me. And um, that's how I was introduced to Danny. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's, that's so fun. So did he enjoy riding in the car with you? Oh my gosh! We just—you just say, "Want to go for a car ride?" His ears is perked up, uh-huh. and he's kind of like he heads to the door before you even get there. Yeah. <laughs> even if you just get the keys, he's at the door waiting. waiting. So no, he—he he was a good traveling companion for me, because I was like three hours away from home, and I would go home on the weekends, uh-huh. and Daddy was right there in the in the car with me, just traveling and just kind of hanging out there with me. Mm-hmm. Being good company. Oh, definitely. Yeah, there's something comforting about that, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Just having another presence with you. Danny had his presence. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like he was pretty energetic. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you blend him into your family? It was my son and I, because my husband's still stationed overseas. So we just automatically just kind of, okay, this is our new dog and our new family member, actually. And... We just kind of, I'm telling my husband, okay, you're going to come home to not only having one dog, um, some pet mice, a ferret, but there's going to be another dog. (laughs) And that dog is Danny. And so, but actually, my husband just fell in love with him at the first time. Mm -hmm. He's like, here's this little dog, and my husband was used to outside dogs, and here we had this inside dog out. And he was like, this dog knows how to be a dog. He is a dog's dog. So what did he mean by that? I have no idea, really, to tell you <laughs> the truth. I, I, I think was the fact that Danny um, was very protective. Danny barked what he was supposed to. He just knew what he had to do, and he behaved in that manner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So but I, then he was also a great companion, too. And you think about that being the other side of what you want from your dog, too, right? Mm-hmm. He was my companion. He was, for my husband, he was the dog that does what a dog's supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, my gosh. So how did you train Danny? Well, um, Danny is very smart. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he was, um, but he was very aggressive. Oh. Danny, he used, he was a short-legged dog, but, um, but he had the attitude and mentality of a German shepherd. Oh, wow. Or anything bigger. And he sounded like one when he ever he barked. Oh, really? So yes. he didn't sound yippy. He no, sounded like a German shepherd. At, no. We would have people come into our house, and they hear this dog barking, and they, you could just see the fear in their faces when they come in, and then they kind of look down, oh, yeah, that came from you? <laughs> <laughs> so it was very surprising. So he did have that big bark. But I did go to a trainer, and she kind of told me, you know, what to do as far as, you know, kind of calming him down so he won't be so aggressive towards people. And one of the techniques she told me was about was kind of picking him up and cradling him like a little baby. And he loved that. Oh, really? So (laughs) that calmed him right down. Mm -hmm, Well, Nancy, um, so how often did you do that? Some of our listeners may have a little dog they're having some challenges with. Tell us a little bit about that technique. Whenever you just try to talk to him and he was really kind of going to somebody or trying to get very aggressive, 
just to calm him down, we just picked him up. And I could always tell when I saw the little the hair, the, his back would start going up, you uh-huh. know, that little line. And I think we all see that in our dogs when they have that little line in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever that kind of raised up, it's kind of, okay, come here. But then sometimes I think he did that on purpose so he could go ahead and get cradled too. So you had to be kind of careful about that too. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. He had his own way about it. Yes, him. he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, you said that sometimes you weren't sure if people would like being around an inside dog. So you told me about a time where you were being ca- extra cautious. And so what did you do? Um, you left him outside. How? <laughs> Well, we was um, actually visiting our family, and we wasn't really sure how he was going to behave. You know, he was still young, and we didn't want him kind of having any accidents in the house. And we just, not even thinking about it, tied him up with this leash and just kind of hooked it around a lawn chair. Uh Uh-huh. That was a mistake. Oh, my gosh, that was the biggest mistake ever. Not realizing how strong he is, he wanted to come in the house, but... He couldn't bring the cheer with him. So <laughs> somehow or another, we hear this yep, 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 yep. And we keep hearing this clonk, 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 clonk. And it's kind of like, what is that? And we went outside, and here is trailing our dog was a lawn chair. <laughs> he was trying to get away from a lawn chair that was following him, and he couldn't get very far since he was tied up to it. <laughs> Every time we think uh. about that, we just... Just laugh. It just yeah. makes it so funny. It makes you wonder what the lawn chair thought. I mean, I know it's an inanimate auction, mm-hmm. but still, can I catch up with the dachshund, you know? And the dachshund's trying to outrun the chair. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's fun. And how did he interact with your son? He um, he loved Raymond. My son was name was Raymond. He loved him. If he wasn't in our room, he was in Raymond's room. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. So he really bonded with everybody. Every, everyone he did. Um, even strangers, once he got to know that you was okay. And he really bonded with babies. Oh, he interesting. loved babies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if because he felt they were the same size as he was. I'm not really sure. But whenever we would have our friends bring their child, an infant, over to the house, he was, he'll just sit on the blanket with them and it's kind of like guarding them. I see. Or he'll be jumping up on the bed and just, you know, be at the foot of the bed and, and his head would perk up anytime he heard anybody come into the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As your husband said, a dog's dog. That's Loving right. and protective That's all at the exactly. same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Nancy, before you tell us a little bit more about Danny and how you learned about God from him. Um, I'd like to tell you and our listeners about our sponsor today, Cibolo Family Medicine. Cibolo Family Medicine provides quality care the same day. How convenient. I've been a patient ever since Dr. Stewart opened the Cibolo Family Medicine five years ago. When Cibolo Family Medicine says personalized care, they mean it. Whether in person, by phone, text, or email, Cibolo Family Medicine gives me the answers I need when I need them. Visit CibeloFM.com or give Cibolo Family Medicine a call at 830-428-2500. Cibolo Family Medicine can help you, your family, or business. CibeloFM.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Cibolo Family Medicine, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Kendall County Abstract, the Rivers team with Phyllis Browning, and Cibolo Creek, that hospital 
Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a treat each month. This month, it is a $100 Amazon gift card. Go to our website, godinourdogs.com, to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's godinourdogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. You're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Welcome back to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host, and we are back with our guest today, Nancy Brewington, who is a retired transportation army officer, a nurse, and the owner of Hands in Harmony. And before the break, Nancy told us about some of her dogs, but especially her family dachshund, Danny. Danny was quite a spirited dog, both as a protector and, as she called him, a love bug. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so, so Nancy, um, Danny was such an active dog. I would imagine from some of the other dachshunds that I've known that he was kind of headstrong and a little bit stubborn. So how did you see God in trying to acclimate Danny into your family? Well, of course, when you think about it, being headstrong is a good thing, especially when you have that determination and you need that determination to getting things accomplished. Mm-hmm. So I believe that Danny being that way was kind of a, kind of a pat on the back or something to kind of help lead me into what I've been trying to do within my military career and even afterwards. Yeah, and so how did you notice that really developing? What kind of qualities did you see developing in you? I bet it took a lot of patience to get him acclimated. Definitely. I've, I've, I've been known to have a lot of the patience of Job, but sometimes <laughs> when you're trying to train a dog and and trying to, you know, a child, actually, you, in a way, if you think about it, because they don't know a lot, and you have to try to train them into understanding certain things. And Danny was definitely headstrong in trying to get the things that he wanted to get done done. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of made me to say, okay, you need to take it down a notch and realize he's only a dog. Also, at the same time, to, to give him the same kind of patience and grace that God's given us. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're in our own way kind of headstrong. We want to do things our way, but we also have to kind of rely on God to being able to accomplish so much in our lives, too. And so as I was working with Danny um, in so many different ways, I had to kind of look at him from not only my perspective as, as this person, but also how God kind of leads us and try to get us to doing things that we sometimes don't really want to do. Um, but also he'll just kind of say, okay, just take your time. And that's the same thing with me and Danny. Okay, Danny, I'm going to give this to you for right now, and then I'm going to be forgiving. And, you know, when you're ready, we're going to work on it, Uh work on it together. And I think we see that a lot in our dogs, that they can't learn as fast as we would like them to. And um, sometimes I think the same thing about myself. Mm -hmm. Now I have to, you know, learn a, some lessons a couple of times before it really sticks. Right, exactly. And and learning that within ourselves, you know, and having that relationship with our pets also so good because we see ourselves as God sees us, as he relates to us, as we relate to our pet. Yeah, it's a neat 
little circle there, isn't yes, it? Definitely. And you know, it's it's really interesting to me too to think about how you and Danny spent so much time together, and um, how he was that little extra presence in your life that kind of helped bring some completeness, even though you were separated from other members of the family. Definitely, he it was he was my companion. I mean. Whenever I wanted to talk about something, I was concerned about something, especially during the time frame, I was getting ready to transition. I was about three or four years out of being my retirement, close to it, and I had come to the decision to, do I want to do this and continue on my career, or do I want to get out and retire? So Dan was really actually very instrumental in that because he listened to me. Uh He he wasn't judgmental. He just kind of listened to me and and I felt a lot of comfort whenever he did that. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's how God is. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves us so much. We can talk to him and share our, our concerns or whatever's on our mind. And through that process, he helps us sort it out. Exactly. So you got to do that with Danny, your complete little I unit had my, there. I had my, yes, because whenever I felt I was kind of making the wrong decision, I would just talk to him. And somehow or another, he just kind of snuggled up to me even more uh-huh. and that just gave me a lot of comfort because you know sometimes we, we talk to God and we're trying to get that is this the right kind of moment and sometimes we don't have that physical snugging that God gives us but you know having it in our pet is kind of a nice thing and I think yes. God talks through our to us through our pets in a lot of times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just by uh, the dog having some of those characteristics and the, the fruit of the spirit like love and peace when they're peaceful danny yeah. probably wasn't peaceful all that much well so. only when he was around strangers now when he was around us um me i mean we used to you know danny actually knew we had this thing give love love mm-hmm. and danny knew how to give love love he'll jump up on your shoulders if we're holding him and he'll just nestle his his nose up in our neck and just kind of rub up against our neck so he sometimes he did that just because he wanted to and sometimes if we needed some love, love, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he'll just uh-huh. do that. So, no, he around us, he was very kind and, and very giving mm-hmm. and very loving to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. Well, Danny's not with us anymore, is he? No, no, he's not. Yeah. I you miss m- it very much. Yeah, especially when you have such a presence in your life. They they can be, you know, all of a sudden gone, and it's hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, it was a great loss of my husband, actually. We, we have pictures, and we kind of keep the pictures, and we sometimes just say, boy, we miss Danny. Even my son now, and it's been almost 11, 12 years now. Oh, wow. Um, we, we lost him in, in um, 2009, mm-hmm. um, almost more than that. Um, but every so often, if I'm thinking about Danny, and, and it's funny because at our new house, we just, we just moved here, Every so often, Danny would just kind of come into our room, and we see this door open all of a sudden, and we knew Danny's kind of walking in, and he'll walk back out. And every so often, if I see our bedroom door opening up, I'm kind of saying Danny's coming in and checking in on us. Oh, how sweet. Mm -hmm. How sweet. Well, you know, that reminder, too, of all that unconditional love and the joy and the comfort. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. And Nancy, when we were preparing for the show, you said something so inspirational to me that knowing the love of your dog, Danny, helped you learn to trust yourself and God more through his consistent love for you, Danny's consistent love for you. 
Um, and you made some really big decisions 15 or 20 years ago that are a little bit out of the box. Can you tell us, how did you decide to retire? Well, right, right when I was getting ready to retire, I felt like, do I want to do this? Or, and I, I really actually just started praying um, and asking. And it's, and it's like he says, nope, stop. I have something else for you. And right after I retired, I did have a small business. And somehow or another, every time I started to doing something, I always prayed. Okay, God, is this what you want me to do? But the biggest decision I've made was when I went on a mission trip to Ecuador. Mm. And I'd never been on a mission trip before. And I was kind of like, okay, this is great. I'm going to go out there, use all my transportation experience as a leader and an officer and God says, no, you're not going to be doing anything. You're going to be outside the box because you're going to be on a medical mission trip. I didn't know anything about medicine oh, or wow. anything like that. And so I went, and through the whole experience, I've seen um, things that I've seen miracles. I've seen things that I've never seen before. And, and I saw people's faith, if nothing else. That was what was helping them. I actually seen a lot of miracles. And at that moment in time, it's like God says, this is where I want you to do. And I've always had a passion for medicine. I, my first degree was in biology and pre-med, but I didn't do anything with it. And I'm like, God, are you sure you want me to do this? You know, and I says, it's been almost 30 years since I graduated college the first time. And I came with a long list of things of why I couldn't do it. And every time I came with a long list, he came up with another reason saying, yes, you can. You're not going to do it on your own. But I'm leaning on him. And each moment, he just kept on showing up and showing out, as like people like to say. And that really helped me out a lot. I, I, I kind of laugh when, um, when I was actually getting ready to take my um, nursing exam. I was afraid, and I took my dandy with me. Did you really? Yes, I did. And I, they let him in? The, the no, actually, I took him. I did not want to take my exam in the city that I was in. Uh-huh. So I drove two hours away to take my exam. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, and I took Danny. He drove with me. And and when I finished taking my exam, I finished it very quickly. And I got scared. I thought I failed, actually. And I went back to the hotel room, and I cried. And I was talking to Danny. I said, Mommy failed. But he was just there just comforting me. Mm-hmm. And he kind of looked at me, kind of gave me that kind of that strange look like, yeah, really? Why? You know, and, and that was kind of like God saying to me, why are you afraid? You know, and so yeah. daddy kind of helped me through that. And I actually passed. I passed and did a lot better than most of my friends and peers who went for the exam, too, at the same time. Uh huh. Well, one of the things that you told me, Nancy, is that um Obviously, as a retired Army officer, you're not the typical student, and that they made some evaluations based on grades and other information from many, many years prior, Mm -hmm. and they really discouraged you from even trying to pursue nursing. Exactly. And so how did how did you lean on God through that? So many times people say, I feel like God is calling me. So Nancy, how did how did you discern that, yes, that was God calling you, it wasn't your ego, and how did you go step-by-step step with him to successfully complete a nursing degree? Well, I know in a lot of cases um, where I had people that would discourage me because I, I wasn't the brightest student, at least that's what I felt, 
um, at the time when I went to school the first time. And we all make mistakes when we go to school the first time. But it seemed like I had that kind of hovering, not only self, self-doubt, uh-huh. um, but God kept on telling me. Every time I went to him and I said, I can't do this, he just kept on saying, go ahead and do it. And and I know a couple of times I've had people that would say, you know, your grades is not good enough to go to back to nursing school. You can't do it. And I, you know, literally just cried. But in one case, I went to the registrar's office after somebody says, go to the registrar's office because we don't we think you, you should go into another career field besides nursing. And, and when I went to the lady and I went to the registrar's office and I was talking to her, and then as I was explaining it to her, it's like, this is what God wants me to do, but everybody's telling me no. And I, again, started crying. And here's transportation officer, military, you know, crying, you know. But the lady got from behind her desk and she prayed with me. Mm. And, and that was, she says, go back and do that. And that's, you know, God places people in our lives that strangers that's mm-hmm. going to help us when we need it. And from that point on where people said I wasn't smart enough, I was on, on the dean's list, I was on the president's list. And each time I made those lists and accomplishments, I just looked up at God and says, thank you. When I was not given financial aid because I thought I would be able to get it through the military and I wasn't, I didn't have a lot of work. I mean, you know, at one point in time, I was unemployed for about six months. Uh-huh. And no school scholarships, but I did graduate without any financial aid. God That's just amazing. made a way for me to have the money that I needed to graduate. You know, even to the point when I didn't think I was smart enough, I passed the nursing exam where they had 300 applicants and they only had 110 um, slots, and I made the first cut. Amazing. So what advice would you have for people who are, you know, facing those big life decisions and are seeking God for direction, what advice would you give someone? Really, the, you know, sometimes you got to get out your own head. You got to go ahead and just really stay focused and, and really just talk to God. And, and if he says yes, then go for it. If he says no and he puts a door that shuts right in your face, don't try to open it. <laughs> He's got that door shut for a reason. And he has a door that's open. You just got to trust and, you know. Don't trust, like they say, don't lean on your own understanding. Uh-huh. You know, you have to trust in him. And every way I went, one direction or another, he's always showed me something to say, this is the right place and the right direction I'm supposed to go mm-hmm. into. He places people in my life. He places a little four-legged animal in my life to give me love when I was feeling discouraged. And he would jump up on my lap and just gave me a big love, love. Uh-huh. Right. And he, he provided you with the ability to study and learn and perform well you know that's god-given intelligence and and the ability to learn that you used you didn't just listen to other people Mm -hmm. you listened to the one that gave it to you and it was it was interesting too when i got the notice that i did get accepted into the nursing program i turned 50 and and i said that was god's birthday gift to me yes it was i I didn't have no other birthday gift i didn't really celebrate my birthday at that time and i just thank god Uh uh-huh definitely well it's so inspirational nancy to hear your story and i hope other people will will hear it and and be encouraged that there is provision if if you feel a call Listen to what God says and not to what your internal doubts might say or what other people might say. Listen to the one who's calling you. Exactly. And be in sync with him, right? 
Exactly. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. Yes. Well, time passes so fast when we're talking about two great subjects, God and dogs. Definitely. Um, uh-huh. But before we leave today, I'd love for you to tell our listeners, Nancy, a little bit about Hands in Harmony. Well, great. Um, I started Hands in Harmony back in 2011 um, with the intentions of providing holistic wellness to our community. Um, as a nurse, I found a lot of people did not have the services that I feel to kind of keep them out of the hospital and also to living a healthy life. So I created it with the intentions of providing what I call resources and tools. Um, we do massage work and due to COVID, we actually pivoted a little bit, a lot actually, um, where I created a um, YouTube channel where we provide wellness um, information where I talk to different um, people and we have a virtual online classes and things of that sort kind of help people whether or not they have a physical location but also virtually to kind of helping to mm-hmm. you know help with stress and also just their whole well-being well that sounds really cool how can people find out more well they could go to our website handsandharmonywellness.com and they could go ahead i have a lot of information on there i'm actually going to be starting some blogs on wellness and holistic healing and we're going to be starting a lot of different programs um, so they can just find out a lot of information going on to our um, okay. website. Great. Well, Nancy, thank you so much for joining us today on My God pleasure. and Our Dogs. Thank it's you so much. It's been a joy. And um, before we bring the show to a close, I'd like to leave with a little thought to ponder. And yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Sometimes we pray and we wonder if God hears us because we don't see the answer we expect. Are we praying the answers or are we asking God to provide what he knows we need? My thought to ponder is, what if God's provision is as simple as the comfort of our dog? Here's a bonus thought to ponder. How is your dog relying on you today? Maybe God wants you to rely on him the same way. If you want to know more about relying on God, you can listen to other God and Our Dog shows on our website or your favorite podcast site. The church is also a great place to learn more about relying on God. Please consider going this week. And if you don't have one, I invite you to come with me. Connect with us at stories at godandourdogs.com. This is Meg Greer. You've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you and thank you for joining us. Listen to God and Our Dogs again on your favorite podcast site. Follow our posts at hashtag God and Our Dogs or find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook at God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer. Please join me again for some new perspective for relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. Dogs.com Live or love the Western lifestyle? Then Wheeler's Western Outfitters and Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dale Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice, and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10, and Bernie, or wheelerstx.com.